0: Hi guys, Shane and Chu. I am the higher level Irish teacher here at the Dublin Academy of Education and today I am going to expose, give you an insight and give you an introduction into our Leaving Cert course, what's involved, what do you have to do, is it for you, should you do it, time management, give you the inside track really on what it's like to be a higher level student doing Irish, is that okay? So over the next you know, few minutes or so, I'm going to take you to maybe some of the things that you think you've heard about higher level Irish, some of the things you've never heard about higher level Irish, and we're going to bust maybe a myth or two along the way. So first things first, what are the benefits of doing higher level Irish? Well, it depends what way you're looking at it. The benefit obviously is the more higher level subjects you do, the more points you're going to get. That's one way. If we're talking about job prospects in the future, pretty much any you know industry you go to nowadays, there's... There's a role for Irish. I have, you know, friends that are, are lawyers and when it comes to Irish, they'd send me over messages, emails saying, look, can you try your eye over this? I'm in charge of the Irish section in the firm. Look, you want to be a driving instructor, you can do a true Irish. There's pretty much any job in the world now, if you want to teach, if you want to lecture, if you want to go down that road, you can lecture Irish in pretty much every continent in the world right now. New York is crying out for Irish lecturers, you know, there's online classes you can teach anywhere. So look, Irish will open gates for you, Uh, it'll open doors for you and it'll give you an opportunity maybe to, to stand out that if there's two people you know, I suppose that have the same qualifications that if you have another language, Irish maybe, for example, doesn't always have to be Irish, but having a second language is brilliant. Um, and I suppose the level of Irish that you need to do higher level Irish will give you a very good level of it. So I suppose that's, that's the main advantage if you're talking about outside the school setting, but inside the school setting as well, the benefit of doing Irish really, I feel is that when you look at a lot of the grades, overall, I'd say the average mark in Irish is about a H3. So that means the average mark for most people attempting, most people will get a H3 in Irish. And I would confidently say, you know, doing the stuff here with me that anyone who follows the instruction and kind of works with me and stuff like that, I'm often very surprised if I see people you know, below that H3 mark, because I believe that anyone can get a H3 in Irish, higher level Irish, if they're willing to work hard. I'm not saying that, you know, it just drops from the sky and drops onto your grade sheet. You work hard to get it, but as opposed to maybe some of the other subjects, like the workload doesn't have to be as heavy. If we compare it, let's say, to our two other core subjects, I know for for Irish, there's five poems on the course. You probably have more poems than that and just one poet in English. And then when it comes to maths, maths is all problem-based, where you're, you know, figuring things out on the spot. Irish is somewhere in the middle where you know what the content's going to be in advance, bar the essay maybe, um, and you don't have to problem solve on the day. A lot of the stuff we can prepare, we can practice, and we can, I suppose, use in many different places, many different, I suppose, parts of the course uh, and parts of the exam. So not everything you learn has to be new every single time. So I suppose that's the benefits maybe of doing Irish. One of the questions that students I think should ask themselves, maybe some of you have, maybe some of you haven't, is higher level Irish, is it for me? Am I right for it? Is it right for me? Sounds like we're having a relationship here with a subject, that's not the case at all, but are you suited to it? So let me talk to you some of the things you should consider. Look, if you're a student that is willing to work hard, if you are willing to take instruction, and you know, very often, if you're willing to maybe go that little extra mile, if you're that type of student, I believe you'll do very well in Irish. Like if if you're happy to to put in the work, if you're happy to, you know, get your stuff back off your teacher. One of the big things with Irish is that the paper one essay, you know, 80 of the hundred marks for the essay slash debate is for spelling and grammar and the standard of your Irish. So in most subjects, I find when you get a test back, you know, you pick up your test, 86%, test goes in your bag, and inadvertently will end up in the bin. That's what happens, you don't learn anything from them, you don't really go over them, you see your grade and you move on. Irish is really, really different from that, that you've done an essay under pressure. You know, it's been a timed assessment. And what that means basically is that under pressure, we can now pick out the areas that you thought you knew, but you didn't, that you made mistakes on. And remember, if 80 of the 100 marks are for spelling and grammar and the richness of your language, it's really important that you learn from your mistakes. So one of the things I do is let's say, you know, we'll do an essay in class together. I'll give you an example of one. You'll then go and do one. I'll give you lots of resources to do as well. You'll be doing your own one. I'll correct it, give it back to you. And then what happens? This is the way schools should work when it comes to higher level Irish. And then you should do an assessment on it because we'll start to pick out the nitty gritty bits, the bits that under pressure you cannot do, or the bits under pressure that, hey, This worked really well for you. We're going to keep this going. And that's what I think the most important thing is about Irish, that if you're happy to to keep working, like no one's going to be perfect. No Irish teacher is perfect. That, you know, you're constantly working. The language is alive and it evolves. So if you can work with me on that, work with your teachers on that, then it's for you. If you're somebody who says, look, oh, there's a lot to do. There's an oral and there's two written papers. Oh, I don't know if I'll ever use it in the future. I'm not sure. Like, am I always... Answer to that is, you know, I don't know if you're going to use, if you're not going to be a mathematician, are you going to use trigonometry? You know, if you're not going to go on and, you know, do something to do with geography, are you going to draw maps everywhere you go? Google Maps is quite the app, so I don't think you'll have to do that. So it depends. If that's the attitude you have straight away, let's say it's a fetus attitude where I don't know why I need this, it's not the subject for you because you're going to have to work hard at it. And some of the most enjoyable moments I've had teaching Irish and students would say back to me is, when something clicks. When you get that moment where I never thought I could understand the past, the present, the future tense, the conditional mood, the Tishul Ginnaduk, and we do it and we do it together and you calm me down and you show me your work and you say, hey, is that right? I say, absolutely, you did that by yourself. And that's one of the most rewarding things for a student where all of a sudden as the year progresses, you get less and less of asking me for help but you actually start just calling me down to confirm what you already knew was right. Because I'm give, I am I like to, I suppose with Irish, I think you want to empower your students, not overpower them. Give them the opportunity to develop because the essay writing, it's all about topical issues. I want your opinions. I can like give you my own, but I want you to develop your own. So that's the type of student that it's suited to. Exam, what's the exam like? The exam's simple. There's an oral that takes place in April, that's done before the exam ever takes place. The oral is very structured. There's four parts to it. There's a falchu, atris na so you've got your like welcoming, you've got reciting of the poetry, it's basically you read a poem off a bit of paper, you have your conversation and you have your choral. I know orals can be intimidating and people hate the idea of you know talking to someone for 15 minutes. When you break it down, you've got somebody in there who wants to help you. And this is what I'll say about the oral. I, I'm, I'm an Irish oral examiner, I've done them over the years. And one of the things that always struck accorded me or always stuck with me maybe I should say is that when I did my training one of the bits of information I was given is look Shane this could be the last time that some students ever speak Irish I could be interviewing someone an ordinary level or higher level they may never need Irish again so if this is the last time that they're going to speak Irish let's make it a positive experience let's make sure that they leave going hey that was good That wasn't horrible and I actually achieved something there. So your oral is not something to be feared. I say, think of it as a performance. It's your chance to shine. And again, in sixth year, in fifth year, you start the oral work as early as possible. Oral work doesn't start three weeks before the oral. It starts on day one and you do little bits all the time. As often as you can, keep speaking, saying it, make all the mistakes you want. Mistakes in the classroom are the best thing you can do because you've learned something. You thought something was right, it wasn't, and you've learned. Mistakes in an exam, well, that's where you lose your marks. That's what we want to avoid. But in the classroom, say the words our phrase, say them wrong, make mistakes, doesn't matter. We'll work on getting them better, okay? Then we go into our written paper. It's so written paper one, paper one is your essay and your clue stitchkind. So your Ashley, your essay, and your Errol, your clue Tishkind. What I like to do with the clue Tishkind is, in fifth year, I like to do maybe some not past papers, maybe some podcasts, let you into kind of some real Irish, I suppose, see how things go. And then at sixth year, we work off exam years. We work off exam questions and we learn the style of what's going on. And we make sure we're good at our exam technique with the clues to It's not just about understanding it. There's certain words that come up all the time. So we can pinpoint the areas that you're going to do well in and make sure you know your vocab in advance of that. So that's what we're kind of looking to do. Finally, paper two is tricky. It's like English paper two. You've got five written questions. You have two reading comprehensions, prose, poetry, and a question on extra literacy usually a drama uh, or a novel or something like that or sorry an autobiography I should say so with that it's long there's five questions and you're going to be stuck for time on that it's three hours five minutes and that's the hardest part of the exam it's just getting everything down on paper so a big thing I like to do in classes everything we do is timed we work to a timed schedule so that when you're doing the exam it's like you've been doing it in school just one after the other and you build that up during the year the exam is very accessible it's very fair there's very few surprises on it Every year, people come out saying that was okay. It's just if you worked on your timing during the year. I suppose a common myth, guys, that I hear with Irish, a common myth is that like the Irish oral is really hard and that they correct you and they ask you really hard questions. I'm going to give you a very easy analogy here uh, about the Irish oral. You always think of this. Think of it as a swimming pool. You step in to the baby end, put your toes in, your ankle deep. Nobody's worried, even if you can't swim. And as the oral goes on, we bring you further and further and further up that swimming pool until you're at a point where you're threading water, you're swimming, there's nothing beneath you. And what happens is we'll keep asking you questions that get slightly and slightly harder. And if at any point we see you slip under that water, if you feel you're drowning, we pull you back and we'll ask you a simple question to get your confidence back. That's what the oral is. So if you're getting asked difficult, challenging questions, that's not bad. That means you're up the H1 end and we're just trying to establish if you're a H1 or a H2 student. So don't worry about that. Some people will say, I got no easy questions. That's because we established very early you didn't need them we realized quite early in the exam that you were a h3 student and we wanted to see for you h2 and then could we get you into that h1 category and we're giving you the option the chance to express yourself in the more difficult topics so that's the the common myth about the all that they're there to correct you and they're narky and they're cranky we're not that bad we're, we're there to award marks not take them away and the last thing i really i get asked a lot at the start of the school years how do i get organized for irish well there's three areas of our course that are more important than anywhere else. Your essay, your Irish oral, and your reading comprehensions. The essays take longest to learn. There's no beating around the bush here. They're three pages. There's no other question that comes close to being that length with that detail and that standard of Irish. So if you start all your essays after Christmas, let's say you're a sixth year, you've got six months till your exams. You've also got all your projects and every other subject due. You've got two weeks of mocks to take out. You have two weeks of Easter. You're looking at six or eight weeks gone there straight away. So think about your timing. You should be looking to do most of your written essays between October and Christmas. Get them done, dusted on paper and what you do is week by week you start ticking them off as you learn them and then after Christmas is when you're starting to do your tests on them because you've had loads of time to prepare and to learn them. The same with your oral. If you leave all your oral material to like January, February and your orals in April, you'll get the bare minimum done. You'll be able to answer all the topics you need, but you won't have that richness of vocabulary. So if you start from September and you get a topic perfected each month, don't even worry about every week, every day. Get you know the topics perfected month by month by month, but get a much higher standard and do it slower rather than the person who crams at the end. We notice the richness, Severus Ngaelga we call it, the richness of your language, how good it is, the phrases, that type of stuff. So if you leave everything last minute, you don't pick that up. You get the basics and you scrape over the line. Start early, as early as you can, and keep tipping away at it. Like any language, Irish is a language and languages are alive. You must do small bits often, little and often. Cramming Irish for one hour a week, every week, will will be no benefit to you because you'll fall behind. 20 minutes every day is better than a two-hour block session every Saturday. So my advice to you to get organized is get your hard questions done as soon as possible. Get them on paper, get them prepped, get them corrected so you have your material there that you're able to work off. And also for the oral work, get started as soon as possible, little and often. What I like to do in fifth year is do two or three Irish orals. In sixth year, we do six. Get talking as much as possible. Get practicing and find a friend who's willing to do it properly, which you do the group work, where you ask questions, he or she answers back. That is invaluable, that you don't rely on your teacher to correct you all the time, that you've got a pal there that works with you and the two of you, along with the help of your teacher, strive towards getting you the grade that you want, okay? That's just a quick introduction, guys, to, to higher level Irish in secondary school but myself. Hope you found that useful. I wish you the very best of luck and I'm sure I'll see you soon. So long before.